It's always fun to start off one of these episodes with a story of a time that I failed. <laughs> so, I was in college, I was getting my minor in English because, you know, I always thought I was a writer. I, I wasn't sure what the heck I would do with an English degree, so my major was in psychology. Still didn't know what to do with a psychology degree once I got it, but that's another story. So I was, I was uh, going through all the writing classes and classic literature classes, and um, I, I had been into a lot of the early American authors, especially the, I don't know, what do you call them, transcendentalists, uh, Emerson, etc. And so I, I really grabbed on to that style of writing. And I ended up taking this class, this writing class on modern short stories. And it was with this guest professor from a different college who was visiting for the semester. And the first story I wrote for him, uh, I, I remember, like, I was so in love with the story and it was this, like, scene and it was all of this, like, visual, interesting, compelling, I don't know, like, three-dimensional space stuff. And, it, like, like, putting the person in the scene. And I thought the writing was very... I don't know, stylistic, whatever. The the basically it had a lot of style and cleverness, but I'm still thankful today that I had a very honest teacher who gave me, I don't know, it was like a B minus or a C or something on the grade and uh, on the on the paper and and you know, I thought that was actually a really bad grade at the time. And because it was so easy, like with all the other professors, I could just coast through with this flowery writing. I could just coast through all these different writing classes. But, but this teacher, he said, like, Roy, this, this story has very low substance. There's no action. There's no plot. Nobody wants to read this stuff. Like if you look at the stories that actually sell, the stories that people buy today, the stories that people want to read today, this story that you wrote, that you submitted, with all this flowery language, as nice as it is, it doesn't have any substance. Uh, no, no story to your story. And I'll tell you what, I learned a lot from that, and it made me a much better copywriter when I eventually discovered marketing copywriting. But still today, when I, when I look at other copywriters' work, I still see that this, this stylist, like this, this focus on style and cleverness of writing over the substance of the selling message is still very common amongst copywriters and especially novices. Uh, and I wanna beat it the heck out of you today <laughs> and maybe share with you a little A-list copywriter secret. So that's what we'll cover in today's episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you want more content like this delivered to you. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, today's episode, as usual, is sponsored by me. Uh, this time, I'm actually going to point you through to something different, not my training or anything like that. I'm going to point you through to uh, to the link in the description to my copy review service. Now this could be honestly the most like dollar for dollar, this could be the most valuable service that I offer beyond working with you for copywriting or anything like that to actually go in and help you improve the quality of your copywriting. I actually spend an hour before the call 
uh, reviewing the copy on my own, making a bunch of notes, and then now hour on the call, on a Zoom call, and I go through all of my notes and answer questions and just reflect on the copy and provide suggestions for, for directions you might go and share whatever copywriting lessons I can throughout, uh, throughout the copy review. And so check out the link in the description to my copy review service. It really is, whether you are an individual copywriter or you are a marketer slash business owner who is looking to improve a piece of copy, this is a powerful way to do it. I've worked with businesses where a couple copy reviews from me have basically re like re-engineered their entire approach to how they present their products and services, re-engineered their offers, and made them much more successful as a result. And sometimes I just show you how to do better with the piece of copy that you've given me. Uh, either way, the copy review service is where it's at, two turntables and a microphone. So check it out in the description. <laughs> All right, um, so diving into, diving into today's lesson. The first thing that I wanna say is style over substance. Like my college writing paper, style over substance will not convert. This is like D-list and F-list copy. This is, you know, copywriters who are starting out, who are trying to figure out how to be a great copywriter. They look at the style of other copywriters and they try to emulate it and they try to copy it and they try to make their writing seem like it has that great style. And honestly, like when it gets down to it, when it gets down to it, it gets down to that copywriter's weak ego and weak sense of self as a copywriter. And I started there too. I started there too. But this like desire to make the copy and the style, the focus, the writing style, the, the copy, the, the copywriter is, is looking for acceptance by writing copy that people will say, wow, that's amazing. That sounds great. That's incredible. Your writing is so great. It's, it's cool. Like it's creative. Awesome. And oftentimes the copywriter will pursue these creative ideas, these creative ideas of like, you know, especially when people hear about when people hear about um, like secret copy, right? And they, they try to like create this strange secret and I've done it too, but try to create this strange secret that's yada yada, like behind every stock market success, whatever. But what it creates is a scenario where the copy is just like way too indirect. The, the writing is about the storytelling or the style. And oftentimes that's tied to a fear that the copywriter has to actually focus on the persuasion and getting someone to take action. Or sometimes it's just about that style from like copying headline formulas. So they, they read the Gary Halbert letter or they read Ben Savinga bullets or they read some Clayton Makepeace stuff and they just, or John Carlton or Dan Kennedy or like any of the, you know, classic copywriters or some of the, some of the more classic headline formulas. They, they read all these uh, headline formulas and they think the secret to copy that converts because oftentimes this is what's sold to them. The secret that, to copy that converts is a headline because 10 times as many people are going to read your headline as your body copy. And if you have a great headline, you're going to make a million dollars. And so they just copy the, the style of other people's copy without making sure that the substance is there. And oftentimes that style is at odds with the substance of their selling message. And again, like this so many times is about desiring recognition for writing talent. And it is a big distraction from selling. So if that's like D-list and F-list copywriters, uh, the lack of substance and focus exclusively on style, what happens when you write copy with substance? 
let's say let's say you you know it's a pendulum right on one side you have style and on the other side you have substance and what happens when the pendulum swings from style all the way over to substance well that's actually a good thing it's an improvement it's where you start getting like c-list and b-list copy uh, because suddenly the copywriter is making selling the focus like the aim is hey i am here trying to sell you something. That is the purpose of me putting this together. <laughs> like I am going to uh, I'm going to attempt to persuade you that this is a good thing for you to do. Now oftentimes that becomes a little bit too logical um, and we'll talk about like uh, you know where we go from here next, right? But still it is oftentimes an improvement because what happens in the copywriter's head is they they've recognized that okay, all style and no substance does not generate sales. So what if I focus on substance and don't focus on like being recognized as a great stylist of, of, of copywriting, but instead say, hey, any of my recognition for me as a copywriter is going to come second to actually does it sell? Does it generate results? Well, what happens is they tend to sell more and they tend to generate results. Uh, and it does tend to start to lead to workhorse copy. I, I think of workhorse as like copy that just makes a lot of sales, especially this is great for uh, copy that's sent out to a pre-existing customer base to sell additional offers, uh, upsell copy, that sort of stuff, where it, it just needs to do the selling job. There's a solid pitch, it promises a result and it makes an offer and boom, people pull out their money and and, and they buy, right? So um, if, if me being this like super stylistic but no substance writer, um, led to led to uh, you know the the copywriter's equivalent of that leads to D and F list copy. What is the fiction equivalent? What is the, the you know the fiction writer's equivalent to all substance and no style? Well, typically there is a solid plot. There's maybe an interesting story, and it's able to keep readers engaged. But it's not it's not like blockbuster, super exciting. Tell all your friends about this amazing show or amazing movie. It's just like, hey, there's this there's this show that was pretty good to watch, and I felt entertained at the end, and it was and it was good. Or like there's this book, and it was interesting to read, and you know, it's not like a bestseller because everybody loves it, but it's but it's interesting. It's good. That there is nothing wrong with making a career out of writing just substantial copy um, and and just making a bunch of sales that way. But but there is another level that you can take it to. So if you start your career as like, oh, I'm I'm just trying to be this great writer, and so I'm going to write with style, and then you're not really grabbing onto that substance, but then you recognize that there's some big deficiencies in that because it's not generating sales. And so you say, how can I generate sales? Well, I need to focus on substance. I need to focus on the sales pitch. I need to focus on promising benefits and proving that and fulfilling on that, right? Well, what happens when you get good at that and you decide, what if I, I, I brought back some style? What if I added a little bit of style to my substantial copy? This is where you start to find the true A-list copywriters. There is often this, this like quiet confidence to writing like this, where it doesn't, it doesn't stand out as like, oh, it's like amazing copy, but it pulls you in and it's interesting and it's compelling and it's almost invisible, but when you analyze it, it's like, wow, this is really, really cool writing.
And this is where A-list copywriters shine. See, the thing is, it is still based and built on that foundation of selling, but the thing is they brought back the style without losing the substance. So things like, you know, uh, uh, there is there is this, this little trick of our mind. Uh, in psychology, it's called the rhyming heuristic. And it is the uh, recognition that as human beings, we are more likely to believe something if it rhymes. Super silly, right? Um, like there is no there is no proof in something rhyming. But, but our brains interpret rhymes as more believable. And so a great copywriter won't focus on the rhyme first. But if that copywriter is writing, and maybe they, they come up with a subhead that conveys the, the sales substance that they need to convey, but also does it in a way that rhymes, that has some rhyming to it, well, that copywriter is going to embrace that, right? So it's not about losing the substance, but it's about giving themselves permission to bring back in a little bit of style. Or there's a million different things, like storytelling can definitely fit into this, and you know, different, different approaches to writing can definitely fit into this. Each writer has their own character and their own style that they will bring to the table. But the key is, to become a great copywriter, you have to be able to do that without losing that substance, that foundation in selling. And that's where you get the huge winners. And just, you know, playing along with the earlier parallel that I drew, the fiction equivalent of this is having a great plot, maybe the writer that finds or creates a great plot to their story, but then creates something stylistically amazing out of that plot. So for, for that, you know, one of my favorite references for, for that is definitely Lin-Manuel Miranda and Hamilton. Like he took a great story in Hamilton's life story. And he recognized that, wow, there's this amazing story here, but he is also a great stylistic writer and was able to capture Hamilton's story and the story of what was going on around Hamilton uh, in a hip hop style and a musical theater style that, um, that is also just an incredible talent. And that's where you have style and substance working in parallel. So interesting things to think about. Are you writing with all style? Are you writing with all substance? Or perhaps are you finding ways to build your message on a substantial foundation, but then bring back in some style to make it even more compelling? Think about that. Uh, in the meantime, you can check the link in the description to the copy review service if you would like to have me directly reviewing your copy and telling you how to increase the substance and perhaps how to increase the style as well. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every day and every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius and focusing on substance first and maybe layering back in a little bit of style can absolutely help you do that. I will catch you again in the next episode. I'll see you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.